whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Hello. We're back. Is it working? Yep. Sorry we missed last week. Yeah, that, I mean... It suddenly was Saturday. It was my birthday and I was like, oh, Danny left for Tucson. Yeah, I left. never... I left on Friday and I woke up Saturday and was like, oh, it's Saturday. (laughs) And I'm not even in the same town as Abby, so... Didn't happen. And it almost happened this week, but... But here we are. It is Valentine's Day. We're slipping in a quick recording after Danny brought me some Valentine's Day cookies. Yep. And some lingerie. (laughs) I brought Abby a very risque Valentine's Day. Just kidding. I brought her a puppy bra. Which was very sweet. And I'm really looking forward to trying out. So, that's been our Valentine's Day so far. No, actually... I went to a Valentine's Day party. I went on a hot date with my husband to get our taxes done. (laughs) (laughs) And by Valentine's Day party, I mean we went to the park with a bunch of other moms and kids from church. Which is fun. Abby's had a sick kid earlier in the week, and she's being gracious to try to not spread it around to... Yeah. It was just one of those... 60 other kids. It was one of those things where I'm like, everyone feels better now, but I wouldn't want someone to come when their kid was sick yesterday, so I have to just love my neighbor as I love myself and not come, yeah. even though I felt bad Even for though you kids. know none of us will love you that much, but... Yeah, <laughs> just <kidding>. pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah. What are we going to talk about? Her babies are... Paxton just turned five weeks old, so that means your baby is almost... He's two... Three weeks. He'll be three weeks in a couple days. Yep. He's two and a half. So, Ruby. And I'm getting sadly near the end of where I feel like I can justify postpartum time anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'm still gonna, I mean, I'll still have my new baby and I'll still sit down to nurse him every two to three hours, mm-hmm. but I'm having to gear up for life starting back again. Yeah. I'm not fully trying to do that till March, but it feels like it's going to be here yes. real soon. Yeah. And you kind of have to have a slow startup, like... You can't yeah. just expect one day you're... And jumping. I guess by, like, slow startup, it means... It's... it's. I've been having to remind myself, like... I have eight other kids. So... what What's a slow startup for me is still doing a lot. <laughs> yeah. Compared to if you have... I mean, not that you shouldn't do a slow start if you only have two kids. But even for myself, in comparison of what I was doing at this point with earlier after earlier babies I feel like 
Yeah. Just keeping on top of meals for this many people and laundry and dishes is just different than when you only have a few kids. So it's slow start, but it's also feels like I'm doing a lot already. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like when I do the full startup, I don't really know how. How I'm going to do that, but Chip and I are supposed to be having a sit-down date talk, reassess our lives. Tonight? Oh. No, he's working. Oh. Happy Valentine's Day to us. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know when. We're hoping to fit that in soon. Before you start back back up. up. (laughs) Yeah. But it always feels like there's so many things and priorities we want to do, but it doesn't feel like there's actually enough time for all of them. So I'm, I may or may not have had a breakdown this morning over the exact same conversation hmm. with Tim and feeling like it really all revolved around I had to take a shower and it felt like I can't fit this in with everything else. And we're just well, also... I told Chip on the way to Park Day, the party that I have wanted to take a bath or shower for the past like three days and yeah. I was very much intentionally I woke up really early this morning to do that to do that and it still didn't happen yeah because in the midst of trying to get everything ready to go we discovered that part of our water heater is leaking and had to have someone come and like evaluate it and give us estimates and then we had to try to figure out if his estimates are actually reasonable estimates or whether he was trying to upsell us things we don't actually need or and in the midst of all of it you didn't take a shower I did not take a shower and guys Chip listens to this so I'm not, like, saying anything he's not going to hear, but... And he... Not that he doesn't already know. (laughs) I really struggle when he wants to fix things himself. And he very quickly agreed, like, immediately. Like, it wasn't even a discussion. He agreed to call a plumber for this. Which is a miracle. But... I can count how many times that that's happened. After the plumber left, he may or may not have looked up water heaters at Home Depot and was like, everything says they're an easy install. And I'm like, okay. So, I'm... Is that the route you guys are going? I don't know what we're doing. I don't know. I think he would like to buy it ourselves and try to find whether he installs it or whether he just hires a plumber to just install it. I don't really know. I don't know what he's going to do. But you need a new water heater. Well... Or no. (sighs) It's just complicated. Okay. We have a solar... We have a solar water heater, part of our water heater. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a tank that has a heating element in it, but it only has one heating element in it because the other... Normally, they have two. It's a huge tank. It's an 80-gallon tank, which okay. is, like, not normal. Mm-hmm. But because, because part of the heating is solar, it can... It, run on one heating element because the other heating is from the the sun. Right. But the part that's leaking is part of the solar part. Okay. And it's really old and they don't really make 
it's hard to find parts for it. And from what this guy said, it's hard to find plumbers to even work on them because they have to be certified in solar water heaters, which is not like typical for most plumbers. So from what he's saying, it's where the spot is on it too. He said is just like really difficult. It would be really difficult. Like we'd either have to replace all of that part, all of the solar part or something which he said it's like made in Australia and could take like weeks to even get a new one in I don't even know how much they cost and anyway he's making it seem like it would just be a lot easier to just buy a regular water heater okay and just not have the solar part anymore that most companies are just really going away from that and Mm -hmm. With it seeming hard to f- even find someone up to come out to like look at it and deal with it, that feels true, you know. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't know what we need or what we need to do, but so do you currently not have hot water? No, we do have hot water. We okay. just have a leak in our room where our hot water okay heater is okay. at, and it will continue to leak until we get a different thing there to heat our water. Okay. Which... But you can take a shower. Yes. The moral of that story I'm is... I'm not going to come over to your house and take a shower here. I would if I had no hot water. But yes, we still have hot water. We just have a you don't have time. wet outside area. <laughs> and you and don't no have time. the time for actual And what shower. I really, really, really want to do is take a bath. But that really feels like asking yeah. for too much. Yeah. So, yeah. you know... That's okay. I don't need to ever clean myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like we have all these ambitions and goals of like, and we're going to do more abortion mill ministry and we're going to work out every day and we're going to eat healthy and mm-hmm. we're going to do all the things see I'm not school and bible we're gonna do the bible reading challenge and we're gonna do catechism and we're gonna do this other bible curriculum and we're gonna read the whole book for reach I haven't asked Chip yet but I think he wants to share one copy of the same book for that which feels it feels hard yeah to share one copy of a book yes even though I don't think we'll ever really be reading it at the same time, but it just makes me feel like I am really lazy that, like, I want to buy a whole different book just so that I can know where it's sitting when it's my <laughs> turn to read. But it feels also simultaneously like, but if I don't know that it's, like, sitting right in my basket where I sit to nurse and I can pick it up and read a couple of pages, mm-hmm. I'm... I won't probably think to go find it before I'm sitting in my chair nursing. Yeah. And then I'll probably never read it. Yeah. And I don't know. These are big are big problems in life right now. I'm a couple steps back from you, naturally. Mm-hmm. But in lots of like a lot in of the postpartum aspects, right. and in like life overall. Yes. With like kid size and ages and all that. But I'm at the, like, my mother-in-law got here this week, and she's been here helping, which has been 
really, really wonderful to have extra hands, and she's been, like, the one to get up with my kids first in the morning and, like, get breakfast going. But it also feels like I can't even begin to think about the things you're starting to think about. It feels so far... I'm just trying to figure out, like, how to fold a load of laundry and when I can shower and, you know, just that, like... Well, just so you know, you probably will keep wondering when you're going to get showers. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. But I'm still at the, like, the basic levels. I'm not sure how we're going to do when Tim's mom leaves next week. Mm -hmm. And kind of had a big brat meltdown over it today and felt like... I don't know that my solution the last couple weeks has been a great one. Because my solution has just been, like, let them watch unlimited TV and play Kindles all the day long. Well, nothing gets done. And... I feel like our family is going to be... I feel like now it's gotten... You know how the more screen time you let them have, the less they can hear your voice? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so we're now to the point where, you know, I ask them to, like, sort out one load of laundry and put it away in the middle of their three hours of Kindle time. Mm-hmm. And it's like pulling teeth to get them to do that. Yeah. Where I'm I'm about to the point where it's like, okay, no more Kindles, no more TV ever. It's, they're, we're leave, they're, we're selling it all. Yeah. We're giving it all away. We're throwing it in the trash, which obviously we're not really going to do. But I do feel like it's going to be a drastic, rude awakening for all of us. But yeah. my kids thrive if... I have, like, a schedule and tasks and mm-hmm. very clearly laid out. Yeah. See, okay, I'm not that type of person. No, you're not. But I am. You are, but I'm not that type of person, but it makes my life so much more enjoyable when I make myself be that type of person because when you have so many people, it's... It's just like, it's like managing anything else and managing a lot of people with anything else. Yeah. The more clearly defined the tasks and expectations expectations and the time and helping to organize all of that is, like... A lot of people complain about it because they know it's expected and the more they can actually execute it and, yeah. So, yeah. I have to get back to another schedule and yeah. I my other problem which is probably more your struggle too is that once you get the the schedule in place not wanting to like be a drill sergeant about the mm-hmm. schedule if other things are coming up or things need to change yes. or things aren't working out and the struggle of our life in a lot of areas of we just want to be all or nothing. We want to be like on a strict schedule we can never adjust or change or we want to let our kids watch Kindle and us lay in bed all day. (laughs) So finding the balance of those two things even with like food or like many areas of our life is Mm the And it it doesn't ever just even when you find the sweet spot it doesn't ever. Because that's always changing different seasons of your life all of those things. Yeah. So, 
I'm just trying to figure out a good, like, trying to pump and feed him bottles has just been... Yeah, we haven't even talked about that. Oh, yeah. We'll give you guys... It's Today's probably not the day to give you the full... The full scoop on... The full update of the breastfeeding, nursing, pumping, feeding saga of... My life. Reuben. (laughs) Yeah. And Abby. Yeah, but it's hard It's definitely a new thing. Yeah. And not necessarily the most exciting and enjoyable new thing. No. It's not the worst new thing. No. But right now I'm like, I can pass him off to my mother-in-law while I come back here and pump. And she can feed him a bottle. But I'm like, it just feels like one of those things of... Who's going to hold him while I need to pump and he needs a bottle and, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But we'll get there. Just need to... You're like, I'm not sure how or when, I don't know. but... I really don't. But... I came home the other day from... I left to go somewhere... Oh, I left to take Ruben to the doctor... And came home and I was gone for like an hour or two. And my mother-in-law was standing in the kitchen, like hunched over the sink. And I walked in and she's like, I don't know how you do this. <laughs> and I just was like, God's grace is really the only answer. Because I don't actually know how to do this either. And it feels just as intimidating to me <laughs> as it does to you right now in this moment. Yeah. But we'll figure it out. We'll get in a new groove eventually. I hope my sister's not listening to this one. (laughs) Yeah. What we mean to be saying, Cassie, is that we love our newborns and we've been snuggling them. So working out perfectly. (laughs) Just kidding. My sister is very close to having her sixth baby and her oldest is eight Mm -hmm. and she's definitely in the thick of it season of life yep as well so yeah but i do feel like i don't know something about the more newborns i've had the more i've like really enjoyed the newborn stage yeah even though there's a little sleep and there's Hormones and and I think that is the also the more newborns and kids I have, the more I do know that while the next little stretch feels a little daunting, mm-hmm. that it all does like at some point it does kind of fall into place and yeah, you really do figure out what your true priorities are for each little season, and you do know that it's just gonna. Probably change every couple months, and mm-hmm. that helped me a lot when I finally got in the mindset of really only even trying to plan my life out for the next, like, you know, well, we'll try this for the next two months or three months yeah. instead of year or yes forever. Yeah. Because things do change, and so my kids wouldn't be happy to know that I'm mentally noting what 
new chores. I'm like, they're getting bigger and more capable. I could add a few more chores onto the <laughs> chore list. I'm sure it would be fine. But Yeah, your kids are pretty capable. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll be glad to know that there's going to be more tasks being added to yeah. their workload. But they're not that hard of things. It's like now instead of only taking the dishes over to the sink... Guess what? If you're 11 or 12, you can probably rinse the dishes and put them in the other side of the sink. And maybe even one of these days you can learn to load them in the dishwasher the way I want them. Yeah. Or just learn to load them in the dishwasher and I can get over it. (laughs) But... (sighs) Tasks are such an interesting thing to as your kids grow up and the things they it really is surprising the things that they can learn to do right at such young ages tim is set on trying to get my kids to load the dishwasher like load the dishes in the dishwasher and i am holding strong against that because i don't want them to i don't want them to do that task just like them folding the laundry. Yeah. Those feel like the two jobs I don't want to give my kids and I want Yeah. I want them to learn to like mop my floors or right. something else, but having them fold my laundry Ugh. feels like nails on a chalkboard that, to me. Me too. Even having I mean, Tim fold my laundry is my like kids nails on a do chalkboard. Do help fold the laundry right now and my boys especially, their their laundry all gets put away downstairs in a room. Mhm that I don't go to often. (laughs) But when I do, I remember both A, why I don't want my kids folding and putting away their own laundry, A, and B, why I never go in that room. Yes. (laughs) I I have my kids put away their own laundry. Well, you haven't put it away like after it's already like here's a stack and you just put it away. Right. Right. But... I guess part of the putting away process for my kids is like hanging up shirts and hang oh, and on yeah. hangers and putting them up. Yeah. And that that part doesn't go super well. Yeah. It's it's a little bit of a mess, but I could see that. You know, I just stay out of that room and it all seems to be okay. And thankfully the girls do a pretty good job. That's the room I have to see more. Yeah, I've got about two weeks left of trying to a life. <laughs> trying to figure out what we're doing in life. But there's been some uh how long do you have here for us to talk to each other? What time are you leaving? Me? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. I we're going know. on a hot Valentine's Day date. I was more so thinking about you have someone coming over in a half an hour. I know. She wants to see my kids, though. Okay. Um, Yeah. I don't know what time we're leaving. Okay. Well, one thing that has been going on this week is there's been a lot more abolition movement stuff that's been really exciting, and we haven't talked about abortion mill ministry stuff in a while, or... Yes, because we haven't really been able to We haven't been super active in it. But it's been really cool to see the different legislation stuff that is in the works. It's not yeah. anywhere near 
being passed or anything at this point, but the fact that it's even potentially going to be heard heard is yeah. exciting. And so um, what I'm referring to for any of you who haven't seen or heard or don't know what I'm talking about is there is a senator in Oklahoma named Joseph Silt, mm-hmm. and he has authored and is proposing a bill um, that would be a bill of total abolition, which means that it would criminalize abortion in the state of Oklahoma and it would not have any exceptions. So a lot of times pro-life legislation wants to have exceptions for rape or incest or things like that. And so this would not have those exceptions. Um, It's not like the heartbeat bills that say that qualified life is starting once you've seen a heartbeat. It's qualifying life is starting at conception. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a big rally in Oklahoma on this past Tuesday where there was a, a really huge turnout. And um, so we'll find out soon if they're going to put the bill up for vote or not. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't heard about any of this, if you don't know what any of it means, I know that I grew up in a home that was very much pro-life. Um, we went to crisis pregnancy center banquets. My dad was on the board for a crisis pregnancy center. We did walk for life. We, we did a lot of those typical pro-life things. We supported pro-life politicians. Mm-hmm. And um, so... I know that it's taken the last couple of years to really start to see and understand and then really even believe that there's a difference between the pro-life movement and then abolitionists, which um, I think a lot of pro-life people want the total ending of abortion, but they don't. They don't necessarily realize that that maybe the pro-life movement and people at the higher up leadership aren't actually moving in that direction. Right. Yeah. Um, Because you would think that that's what they're doing and that's what you're supporting them doing. So when, when people tell you that's not what they're doing, it's easy to kind of be like a little bit defensive of the mm-hmm. movement and also just... Um, there's obviously different approaches. So the approach that the pro-life movement says that they're taking and justifies to people a lot is an incremental approach. So, well, first, if we can just get this bill passed that outlaws partial birth abortion, like that's like a step in the right direction. And then if we move it from... 24 weeks to 20 weeks and then 20 weeks to 18 weeks and then only first trimester abortions and then heartbeat bills and um what tell me the problem with that the problem with that is that with each of those bills you're still keeping you're you're keeping abortion legal Mm -hmm. by keeping it legal for a certain set of people how can one make abortion illegal when there's Roe v. Wade. 
that is one thing that people that's like one of the biggest differences of opinion mm-hmm. and Roe v. Wade is an opinion of the court and it won't be overturned without there being a challenge to it mm-hmm. so to think that we're going to have Roe v. Wade overturned when there's not even a challenge to it is kind of I mean you kind of have to have something right going to the court again and it's not a, a law it's, it's not a law opinion it's just of the court. right it's just how they ruled on a case and um so it's kind of just been an excuse of the other aspect of that is that the states have kind of started acting in a way i mean constitutionally the way our country was initially set up the federal government wasn't supposed to be the one that was like in charge of all the states right and that definitely did flip at some point to be the case um but even now our individual states make their own laws even like, against the federal government right so, like medical marijuana or marijuana in general right different states have different laws on that even though federally the they've said you can't but we still have and there haven't right. been repercussions from that so yeah um yeah it'll just it'll be interesting to see there's a lot of different organizations who are working together in this um you could look up freethestates.com um, our church has end abortion now um, there's um, Operation Save America has a lot of information mm-hmm. at their website um, and then I think the other thing that um, really is being exposed in this front is obviously this isn't the case across the board but I do think it is more than, than a lot of people realize that women know what they're doing and women aren't aren't there many many women who are going to have abortions are not victims and are not being lied to and are not confused they very much know that their baby is a baby and that they're killing their baby yes the argument that they think that it's just a, a little clump of cells and isn't a separate life and all of those things it when you are talking to women who are having abortions it's just frequently not the case right they understand like oh no this is my baby and i mean i just can't have the baby right now i don't want this baby right now and Mm so anyway that's an important aspect too i think to understand that this isn't again i'm not saying that across the board i know that there are still women who don't their excuses would be things like they don't have enough support and and different things but mm-hmm. I think that there are those resources out there and um, that if they were if abortion was criminalized if it became illegal to have an abortion I think it would force women to search more to utilize mm-hmm. the help that's available because I do think that there is help, help available and yes so look up Senate Bill 13, Senator Joseph Silk. He's been in the news. There's different videos, um, interviews that he's been doing. And mm-hmm. um, and if this is something that you already do support and understand, and I mean, definitely 
be praying for him and for his family and yeah for sure um it's it's pretty amazing that there aren't more christians and politicians that are courageous enough because you definitely i mean you definitely have to go very much against the grain and just not just with pro-choice but with the pro-life movement as well right yes and you have to really i mean it there's a lot i just can imagine that he's Right, you're getting hit with questions from lots of different angles and mm-hmm. um, just have to be ready with a defense of why. And you have to not be ashamed of the gospel, essentially, because yeah. where all of this lies is in the idea and the theology that God, that Christ is king mm-hmm. now and that he has called us to make disciples of all the nations and teach them to obey his commandments and... When he commands us not to murder, that's something we should be striving to uphold um, because it is God's law and because Christ is king. And And our foundation has to be God's God's word. word. Um, I mean, people say all the time who, and we've witnessed ourselves, who are at the abortion mill frequently, the people who are the most vocally against what we're doing are people who say they're Christians. I mean, people who even, who come up to us. People will stop on, they'll like pull into parking lots next to us to get out of their cars when they're not coming there. Right. Like they're just driving down the road and tell us that we're being unloving and that we're judging and that they're they're a Christian too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. So our standard, we have to have a standard. We can't just on our feelings right and the people that, that I know who are out at abortion mills preaching aren't doing it to be big judgy meanie heads who want to just yell at people that's mm-hmm. they are there because they're genuinely concerned about the souls of these people and the lives of these people and their babies and Right. want to help and want to offer hope because many people are are there because they're in a hopeless position and so yeah that's been something that's just kind of it's been cool to see I, I feel like this is there's definitely feels like there's this undercurrent and a little bit of a shifting of of really needing to make like draw some harder lines. Yeah. And it, but yeah, at the same time it feels like there at least lately in, from my perspective has seemed like there's been more unity among the pe- groups. The different groups that yes. want to fight to criminalize and end abortion that have seemed divided in the past have seemed more unified. Right. In like let's let's strive to end this together. Right. Not let's Even if not we have let these little differences yes. crop up and yeah. distract us and cause yeah. division and I mean even seeing some of the different people who have publicly repented of yes. sin and yes. asked for forgiveness from other people has been really it's just yes. really a 
beautiful thing to witness. It's, it's so seeing awesome. Seeing the body of Christ the way that it's supposed to be functioning, which is, which is really cool. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. So. So you guys are going to try to, like, plan into your schedules going out there again, or? I don't know. I have to talk to Chip about it, Abby. (laughs) You don't have that on your... I didn't we, know. I how. know we would like to be more involved. But what that looks like. But does that mean that our whole family going once a month? Does that mean yeah. Chip trying to go every week? Does that mean Chip going and taking like an older kid with him each time he goes? Mm-hmm. The, I, I'm just not sure. I mean, we've yeah. talked about all different combinations and options at different points in time. And so that's that's definitely where Chip's schedule being different every week it's one of the things that feels frustrating with with certain like this is one of the activities that feels like if we just knew what to expect that would be helpful but yeah i don't know what we will um what we'll settle on but i do know that we are so thankful for all the men and women who do go yes. and we I know I spend a lot of time praying for them when they're out there just throughout my day just yeah um, and so yeah I'm not sure what it will look like but that's on the agenda of things to talk about yeah <sighs> we've also had planet fitness memberships that we Mm-hmm. It's the worst because it's like, you know, $10 a month for each of us. That's right. $20 a month, which feels like just enough that it's like, man, we should have canceled those memberships a long yep. time ago. But just little enough that we still hold on to hope that maybe we'll use them and... Mm-hmm. Like, well, we want to use them. Like, we want to get back into doing that. Yes. And, like, if we just keep it going for another month, maybe we'll start going again. Mm-hmm. So, I ha- I mean, we have used it at different times, too, which fe- is right. why it feels even harder to cancel it. Yes. Because if we wanted then to restart it, you have to, like, pay startup fees that... Yep. <laughs> so, gotta figure that one out. Yeah. Thanks, Planet Fitness, for your darn subscription. Sneaky, sneaky ways of getting us in and keeping yep. us. Yeah. We're just trying to figure out <laughs> bedtimes and <laughs> when we should wake up. And. Oh. I feel especially like now with Tim's. Yes. Job that complicates yes. all of Tim that. Tim has a new job, and so he has more flexibility, but it makes it where we have to have our own self-discipline also. I've and been really fi- trying to figure this out, too, because Chip obviously works really late, mm-hmm. and I stay up a lot of times, and I f- feel like Pax has been settling down around like 9 or 9.30, which is great. But he doesn't usually settle down until then, so I don't get a lot done around the house before then. So mm-hmm. I can either go to bed, like, 
then, which probably isn't going to happen because Chip is gone, A, and B, there's still things to do. Yeah. So I usually end up staying up until Chip comes home, which is more like 12, 12.30 that I'm going to bed then. One, he sleeps. He hasn't been getting up until like nine in the morning. And it's really hard for me to get up before mm-hmm. him. But I also feel like if our family wants to eat breakfast together and get Bible done and get our chores started, we need to start that at like right. 7.30. Yeah. And so... This was our conversation mm-hmm. because we're on opposite. Tim and I right. are... I like to go to bed early. He likes to stay up late. So we're on opposite like... With what our preferences are, which actually comes in handy in some aspects, like right now, because I go to bed around 10 every night, and Tim takes Ruben from 10 until about 1, and then he comes to bed at 1, so I get this, like, stretch of sleep to start my night, which has been really, really helpful because Ruben sleeps horribly then the rest of the night, Um, but then I've been struggling with, like... So should I be, like, should I be getting up early and starting breakfast with my family and letting Tim sleep in, but then... Right, because he... he stayed, stayed up, up later, but then I was up... All night all, throughout the night. Right. And didn't get... Right. Yeah. And so, but then it just feels like... I feel like Tim's solution is he'll just stay up till one or two in the morning and then wake up at seven, and I'm like, just feels like you gotta sleep, sleep more than that, mm-hmm. and so we're just struggling with specifically mornings like what actually should be fit into the morning he feels like it's really important that we do family worship in the morning Mm -hmm. and so then it feels like should he just start work later and then work later like work through dinner and like work in the evenings more or you know it just we don't know what that looks like yet and it just feels like i'm always like what should we be doing right now and it just i know yeah. I usually, if I sleep through when Chip gets up and does breakfast with the kids, I feel like I end up eating my breakfast at like for lunch, yeah. And then Chip's like, "Ah, right, what's wrong?" Like, oh, right, you're all hungry again. Yeah. And then I'm off schedules with food with everybody else, and yep, fun, fun, fun. It's definitely the struggle of kind of being self-employed and making your own hours are, you have to figure out your own hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm also just really trying not to think about the fact that I've got very, very limited time left, which I'm thankful that Paxton was born when he was, but we're heading right into bee season very quickly which is a huge blessing but also like am I ready to not see Chip at all and for him to sleep like four hours a night I don't know Yeah, I think that's and that's like he gets like four hours of sleep and he isn't around to do breakfast and I don't Yeah. yeah so we'll see how that goes but kind of need money so and he really likes bees oh this is exciting it's probably mostly exciting for chip and then mostly exciting second to me so (laughs) i just sounded real excited you guys probably this isn't really that exciting for any of you but 
Chip found a very nice <laughs> ventilated bee suit. <laughs> Which, when you are doing... His other one wasn't ventilated? No. Oh. And it wasn't... It was like a decent... It was like an okay bee suit, but it wasn't... I mean, you know, he still, like, would get stung through it once in a while. Mm-hmm. So, the thought of, like, wearing shorts and a t-shirt under it felt like... He did wear a t-shirt a lot, but he would always wear pants under it, too, because mm-hmm. he didn't want to get stung through it. So, right. he'd have, like, multiple layers. Well, he found one that's, like, much cooler oh. and ventilated or something and is, like, really good quality so people are saying they don't get stung through it so they wear like shorts and t-shirts under it oh and don't get stung and it's a it's like for people i'm kind of wondering why it used or no 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 he just hasn't taken the time until now to really research all the brands and like read on all the forums i'm not sure but he was real excited he just i think in the past he's always just been looking on like bee equipment websites uh-huh. but he actually took time to read through some bee keeping and bee removal forums of actual people okay. who actually live in Arizona and actually do this type of thing Okay, and found advice on what he should be getting so I'm excited for him because there have been some times where he comes home yeah. Like, real drenched in sweat, and... Yeah, especially like he here. He drank, like, a gallon of water, and he still is, like, majorly dehydrated, so... I'm just excited. Not that that won't still happen. It probably will, but maybe yeah. he won't be as, like, totally uncomfortable. I don't know. We'll find out. But it felt exciting. He felt excited about it. <laughs> which made me real excited that he's excited. So, we still have bee problems. I know. We still haven't taken care of that. No. You would think with a... Next door neighbor bee remover. Not just next door neighbor, but like also best friend. I know. Next door neighbor. Tim said today, like, I wonder if Chip's going to be ready to work on our my bees soon. I'm like, I, I, I don't do know. I feel like he has... I feel like we need to get it done before it. bee season starts oh, for Chip. Yeah. So... It's true. It does feel like... Yeah. Soon would be great. Yep. So. Well. Look at that. Schedules. <laughs> that we don't Abolition know. And bees. Bee season. <laughs> we covered the whole gamut. <laughs> and I'm sure it was really interesting to all of you <laughs> listening to it. But, hey, you can't really complain because we knocked out an episode for you all. Barely. Barely. We'll get better at this as our lives normalize. Mm -hmm. I feel like we do have things to talk about Mm. that pertain to... We just weren't ready for it. No. We really started right before we started this podcast episode. We started with, well... Two weeks in a row, we're not going to get a podcast out. So, we and were... And I was like, oh, we do have, like, one hour right now. We could just, like, really We were quickly. pretty serious about you getting nothing. We were not yep. 
thinking this was happening at all. So I know we say we don't ever know what we're talking about, and we don't, but we extra don't know right now when we don't even think we're going to record. Hey, Tim. Hi. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> ladies. Trying to be so quiet and careful. Sneaking and into like, our room. Oh. Anyway, well, you guys have your hot target date and... Yep. We'll catch you guys sometime. <laughs> Bye.